Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Gemma here, and we're going to do something a little bit different for this, or the next two, I see it, but I don't believe it, uh, just for a bit of fun, and because we wanted to do this, really. I'm joined by two footy fans of two different teams, which is nice. Uh, first, I've got Yo, who's a noted musician, who lives down the street from me, Geelong supporter. Yep. Hello. Yep. Hi. Thank you for coming. Very new football fan, I might add. But got back into it because of women's footy, right? Yeah, and friends who are just passionate. Which um, makes it better. People in the public, all that kind of stuff. The music yeah. people that are into music it. Music people right? are into, who are into it, yeah. So the perfect cross-section of this radio station. I reckon. I reckon, <laughs> yeah. And old friend who everyone's heard on a few things before, Jason Morrison, hey. Carlton Spotter. Yes. How you doing? Um, I'm all right this week. You're a new friend of How Good's Footy now as well, aren't you? You're mm. noted, noted sexy land measurer is the way you're known. It's uh, My girlfriend's across it and we've tried to factor in going to another one together to measure it out along the way. <laughs> um, hasn't quite happened yet, but uh, yeah, it's she's kind of across that. I'll have to let the boys well. know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, so what we're going to do today is actually just do some footy trivia, which leads into something we're going to announce pretty shortly um, that you can all come along to. But we, Jason's brought along some footy trivia cards, and we're just going to have a game. Officially AFL licensed AFL trivia cards. Impressive. I'd never even heard of them before. Um, and we're actually going to keep a tally, and then at the end of the second episode, we will decide who's the winner, which is clearly going to be me. It's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about footy. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll each ask uh, two questions, one of each of the other two, uh, and then we'll move on. The next person will ask two questions. That's pretty much how we'll do it, but uh, let's get into it. I think Jason's going to ask the first right. questions. We'll do the dramatic pause so that people at home can yell at their devices. <laughs> okay. Who's it aimed at? This is a, uh, a Gemma question. Okay. Gemma, which one of these years did Melbourne finish on the bottom of the ladder? All of them. 2011, 2001 or 2009? Oh, I thought you were going to say 2013. Uh, I would say 2011. Incorrect. 2009. 2009. It's the last time Sydney missed finals. Mm, there we go. So, zero points for Gemma so far. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Yo, here's your first question, oh, my friend. Right. <laughs> Nothing. Here okay. Jon Snow. At the conclusion of the 2018 season, <laughs> uh-huh. which club had taken home the most wooden spoons? The Dogs, the Roos, or the Saints? Uh, the Saints. Correct. Thank you. One point to Yo. You that was an easy one. Everybody knows that was an easy one. There we go. Nice and recent. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gemma, ask, Gemma and her knowledge of Melbourne was uh, 
I'll throw the Melbourne 2009, question. 2009, I was focused on Sydney doing badly. Fair enough. <sighs> okay, Jason, you love old school stuff. Okay. Awarded from 1992 until 2013, what was the name of the medal awarded to the best player on ground in a preseason grand final? And I'm not giving you the options. You just have to tell I me. I think it's the Michael Tuck medal. You're right. Wow. <laughs> Michael Tuck. Right. giving you the... That's impressive. It's... <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember if that was the best... Uh, what's the best player in the final series? Norms. Norm, no, no, that's the grand final. Is oh, as in one, the coat... The, isn't isn't yeah, there one for the... it's something because Heath Grundy won it a few years ago. Yeah. But factoid, Michael Tuck himself mistakenly referred to the medal yes. as the Norm Smith medal when he awarded it to Brendan Favola in 2005. Yeah. That's a delight. I yeah. watched a clip of that recently and it's very, very <laughs> funny. And the commentary was like, it was just kind of like, uh, <laughs> it's him, it's his own medal. I really enjoy the footy gaffes like throughout the year like, <laughs> and the ones that they replay from like the beginning of the season. Constantly. But they, at the year, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, yo, yes. maybe this will be one. What was known as Skoda Stadium between 2012 and 2013? Oh, I have no idea. Do you want the three options? Yeah, give me the three options. Monica Oval, Sydney Showground Stadium or the Sydney Cricket Ground? So it's definitely in New South Wales. It's like in Sydney. Well, one of them's in Canberra. Oh, one of them's in Canberra. Okay. Um, I'll go with Monaco. Sydney Showground. Okay. It was GWS's stadium, which is now Giants Stadium. Right. Which is mm-hmm. kind of cool, Larry. Oh, okay. So then, okay. Better name. Yeah. Uh, to go back on it, it's the Gary Ayres medal. was the best player in That's the finals. That's right. Yeah. And it was a Hawthorne, former Hawthorne player. Yeah. Always Hawthorne. <laughs> That's their tag, isn't it? Always Hawthorne. I hate them. <sighs> How do how am I the one with no points yet? Uh, that's yeah, I'm sure that'll change very soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. This one's for you, Gemma. Which of these played for St Kilda between 1993 and 2002? Okay, I'm going to give you the options: Alan Davis, Peter Everett, Tony Lockett. It wasn't Tony Lockett. It wasn't Peter Everett. He was much more recent. It was. Um... 1993 and 2002. Alan, oh no, it's Peter Everett then. Because he came to Sydney after. Peter Everett came oh. to Sydney as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Spider Everett. Yeah, you got it right. Did he play for the Doggies as well? Was that? Yeah, I think so. Look it up. I'm about to. Jason's got his laptop out so that we can add little extra facts. Yeah, he played for Sydney. And then Andreas Everett played for Sydney as well. Related? Are they Cousins, related? Maybe? Peter Everett, here we go. They definitely look alike. <laughs> Peter Everett, St Kilda 93 to 2002, Hawthorne 03 to 06, and Sydney 07 and 08. Yeah. Yeah, see, my memory of him is so much more recent. Okay. Yeah, there okay. you go. Did you like my reaction before I went, ah, oh, I have no idea who Peter <laughs> Everett is. <laughs> Spider Everett, never heard of no, him. No, I should look up a highlight reel or two, huh? Uh. Yeah, loose unit, probably the best way to describe yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, dreads. Okay. Big oh, tall white man okay. with dreads. Yeah, one um, of those players. younger brother is Andreas Everett. <laughs> oh, it's his brother. It is his brother. Yeah. Super sub. Kicked a beautiful goal from the boundary to win a game against Geelong, maybe, Okay. Us. Okay. And then traded. Delisted yeah. from Carlton at the end of 2016. <laughs> yeah. That happens. <laughs> you know that uh, your career's over when you get delisted from Carlton. That's kind of the... The last 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, as you can tell, I'm really positive on Carlton this week. So, <laughs> well, that's why on. we're doing this instead of a yeah, story. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Jason, yes, for your chance to take the lead. Oh, g'day. <laughs> true or false? From 1993 to 1995, most Saturday day matches started at 2:08 p.m. in the afternoon. Very specific time. True or false? You're the one that lived through more of this than we did. 93 to 95. Yeah, but I was very, also still very young. I, I just feel it's false because it would be 2.10, but 2.8 is close enough that sometimes they do odd starts. I'm just going to say false. It is actually true. Does it have a reason? This time was mainly chosen in order to suit TV schedules. Of that's, course. That's the fact of right. How about that? Okay. So 2.8 is probably start the colour bridge at 8 at 2 o'clock and then... Yeah. Why not two ten? Why not just why not that two more minutes of like highlights packages? Well, they had or... less stats collected then, so they didn't have as much to fill it. Yeah, that's true. No, David King to just randomly give you stats with no context. <laughs> <laughs> no, no comedy shows on beforehand. Ugh. Was that that would have still been in the days of? Uh, was league teams still on in the, that part of the? I was three years old, so I genuinely don't know. Because, like, some of the clips from that and is absolutely fantastic. I don't know if you get a chance to go back and watch those. I've it's... seen some highlights when one of them died recently. Mm. Anyway, league teams. The original, the league, original teams. league teams. So at the end of round one, we're all on one point, which is a good start. I can't believe it. Yep. I'm going to beat you all. Don't worry. No, I... It's going to happen. All right. Yo. Mm. Who was named best and fairest for the Sydney Swans in 2013? Was it Kieran Jack, Jared McVeigh, or Josh Kennedy? I I really didn't ask you this question. I don't know. You should have asked. I stood up out of frustration, just so everyone knows. Yeah, that's that's really mean. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go Josh Kennedy. Uh, Jared McVeigh. Okay. You could have let me try to answer it. (laughs) Well, that's you know that's one one less point for me is one more. Potentially for you. So. Not happy. Okay. Gemma, which club was 2001 Brownlow medalist Jason Ackermanis playing for when he received the award? Brisbane. Brisbane. There you go. Oh. Yeah, you got your questions around the wrong way then. Like, I, I know Acker. You would have known the Ackermanis <laughs> question. Yeah. yeah. With the bleach blonde Stupid. hair. Stupid. Yep. Handstands. I just wish I could have handstand. The Guelphie look. Yeah. Oh, I want both of these questions asked to me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask... Because then it becomes a bit tactical no, to going know, forward. It's, yeah. Because you can... Yeah. I'm going to ask you this just to upset you. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh, Jason. Uh, until 2015, the only player players to win the AFL Goal of the Year award twice were Lance Franklin and which other player? I'm not giving you the options. I'm going to say it's Eddie Betts. It is Eddie Betts. Ah. And the reason ah. I say it is because he's not at Carlton. Um, factoid. Ablett and Dacos won one... One once each. Betts won in 2006 playing for Carlton and in 2015 playing for Adelaide. So, yep, salt in the wound just because you didn't give me the question that I wanted Yeah, before. that's fair. Eddie <laughs> Betts is still a hero. He's <laughs> good, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, how many times was Brendan Favola named an All-Australian? 12, 6 or 3? I'm going to go with 6. It's three. Okay. Only 
There aren't that many six-time All-Australians. I think Buddy's uh, eight. I just thought he was a Carlton great. So. Gary Ablett. <laughs> well, he is. <laughs> and equally great at Brisbane too. <laughs> Gary Ablett's eight. I think Buddy and Gary Ablett are equal, junior. Mm. Rance it's, might have five. It's, I oh. just didn't want to talk him down, so I just guessed I mean, a middle number. Do you want to talk Fev down? The yeah. chin. The chin. <laughs> the chin, as my girlfriend calls him. <laughs> Gemma. Yes. How many goals did Peter Hudson kick for Hawthorne in 1970? You should have asked him that. He loves history. <laughs> Are there options? Yes. Can I have the options? Absolutely. 106, <laughs> 146, or 196? 106. It's 146, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> 196 would be wild. That's a lot. I did that in AFL, the last time I played AFL Evolution, the video game, I got to 210 in my... I was about to say, like, no. Not in real life. <laughs> it was kicking like 10 goals on average a game. It was quite impressive. You're going to wish you got this next question, Gemma. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't intentionally mean to divvy it out this way. Jason. All right. Hit me. Which AFLW club finished the 2018 home and away season on top of the ladder? Adelaide Crows, Brisbane Lions, or Western Bulldogs? Does it say overall top of the ladder? No, end of the season, not end of the finals. I'm assuming. I would have said Adelaide. It is the Western Bulldogs. And they finished one game ahead of Brisbane in second place. I know this because they beat my team to get there. Ah, for real. <laughs> oh, 20, oh, 2018. Yeah. Oh. Got to listen to the question, Got to listen to the question, Jason. Got to listen to the question, man. Oh. I just was... I was going to say Crows, like, you know, if that was asked to me, but I missed the year. Oh, I just went... <laughs> Even asking the question. I just went, 2019 year. season is happening now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That season has already happened, so it must be tw- last year... It, but it's so short over summer and it doesn't, it needs to be longer. I think. Yes. Anyway. I agree. Because so, otherwise it's confusing. And terrible. Yes. Mm. They deserve better. I still am a little bit hurt that Brie Davy left Carlton and I read her statement today and that She's wonderful. Nothing taken away from her personally, but I definitely had feelings about, about it. Well, she said she wants a new challenge and going to Collingwood with a lot of players gone and no coach, that's definitely a big challenge for her. It's definitely a challenge, and I won't boo her, but I definitely will unfollow her from social media. <laughs> no! Brutal. Brutal. She's wonderful. Oh, absolutely. And I saw her on the street, I'd still congratulate her. I just want to high-five her all the time. I think she's great. Are you one of those people questioning the, the loyalty in the AFLW? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that when your captain leaves to go to the rivals team, which is something she did in soccer as well, I it, I just... You're noticing a trend. I just go, we got to the ground, we got as close as you can get and you did the best you can do here. So there's no question of your effort or your, like, ability. It's just now you're on the... the Op- the, the opposition team, so I'm going to treat you as you're on the opposition team. She's dead. Yeah. In the same way as... <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, no. She's I, a TC. I un- she's, un- she's a straight-up TC. TC. I understand. If she'd gone to any other team other than Collingwood, you'd be like, okay, but Collingwood or Richmond, you know, traditional rivals. In the same way as probably the Collingwood players felt when 
days. He's on this game to Carlton right, or when right. like you know when Melbourne plays the yeah when you yeah, yeah when when your team a player who of that caliber goes to your direct opponent. Can I just rub salt in the wound here sure. and say that uh, Melbourne retained so many of their players that they have to get, had to give up a draft pick. So uh, mm. I'm not complaining. We lost Cat Phillips and Maddie Brancatazano, and that is it. So don't you have to delist three. Yeah, they delisted a few as well, which made me sad. But uh, we didn't lose them to another club. Oh, yeah. it's, it's six in AFLW. It's three in the men's. Yeah, we okay. got we had to delist a few. Ash Woodland is the one I'm saddest about because I thought she showed a lot, but an Ash Guest is gone. But um, yeah, no, Melbourne sitting pretty, very happy. Daisy's back. Oh, yeah. I want AFLW back. So <laughs> that's a big one. Daisy. I I also found it interesting going down the tangent a little bit more, which I fully expected we would do as this like went on. Um, that Bree's partner got delisted. She's at St Kilda She's now. St Kilda now. So I I also wonder which came first, or if they're related, or just is what it is, and they just happened to be. I think it just happened to be. I, I, I lean towards that. I'm not calling any conspiracy theory, but um, there was a part of me that was like maybe, I don't know, maybe that was part of the conversation, but reading her statement the other day, it's... It would be more suspicious if they both ended up at the same club. Mm, definitely. Yeah. And um, Tilly probably only got a half or a third of the games in the season, so it's not like that she was... played two games and yeah. then the finals. So it wasn't like, it wasn't a complete... Not surprise. I don't want to, to negate her talent, but I was like, okay, someone who's been in and out of the, the side. Mm. Anyway. It's your turn. My turn. Yep. <laughs> You're going to ask me the annoying one now, aren't you? <laughs> uh, true or false, Gemma? Because you're going to really enjoy the next question. Oh, God, it's about Hawthorne, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> True or false, Ted Hall, who played 73 matches for St Kilda from 1897 to 1902, played only a single winning game in his entire career. True or false? I want to say true just for shits and gigs. True. He holds the record of playing the lowest percentage of winning games at 1.37 in his career. Poor guy. Don't feel bad for him because he's St Kilda, but uh, I just got a point. 73 matches and won one game. Rough. I mean, Carlton's on track for that. So. I think to go with that other Simo stat we were talking about the other day, that I think at the end of the season he has the most losingest games. I think he already is there. It's there now. I don't, couldn't remember how far through the season. I know it was – he had like he, 10 games or I something. I think he got there like a week ago. Yeah, it's not a great no. number. Sorry. For a great player. Well, for the next question, if we're talking more about sad Carlton. <laughs> uh, actually, I've just given away the – I'm going to rejig this question. Uh, in the last game of the 2017 season, Carlton lost by 81 points against which team? <laughs> uh, are there options? Essendon, Sydney and Brisbane. I'm going to say Sydney. <laughs> yeah, very, very good guess. For a bonus question, who, who kicked the most goals in the game? Oh, jeez. It wasn't Buddy, was it? It was Buddy. He it kicked was. 10 to win the Coleman that day. Oh, my God. He kicked one off the back heel that he was appealing for a free kick when he didn't realise that he'd been awarded the goal. It was great. I love the back heelers. Like, was that just a scramble in the square? It was... He dropped the mark and was appealing for marking infringement. Okay. But in the process of dropping the mark, it came off the back of his foot <laughs> through the goals. Poor Liam Jones. <laughs> he couldn't do anything that day. He was uh, five behind at the start of the day for the Coleman and then ended up winning it. 
wow. only player to ever do that. Mm. And and Carlton is still yet to get a thank you letter from. And uh, one other little bit of fun fact for that day: Will Hayward, who this this was when Sydney had gone zero and six at the start of the season. No team had ever made finals going zero and six. The Swans got into the eight, made the finals, and uh, in the process of doing so. Uh, Will Hayward had not received a Rising Star nomination despite being very, very good all season. And uh, in that game, he finally got his Rising Star nomination final round. Do you want to know how many kicks he had or how many touches of the ball he had? Tell. He had three. Do you want to know how many goals he kicked? Three. 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 Wow. That's efficiency. That's great. So that's my fun facts for that day. (laughs) Anyway, next question. Um, I'm giving you the historic question. Jason, because you okay. love that. Although I have a feeling you're not going to get your question either. No, but that's okay. Sorry in advance. Uh, Jason, what unusual event happened in 1979 in a 1979 night match between Hawthorne and Claremont at Waverley Park, causing the game to be delayed for about 10 minutes? Uh, I think it's just that the power went out. Do you want the options? Sure, shoot the options. Several speakers interrupted play. Fireworks from a nearby event landed on the ground. Or the automatic sprinklers switched on. (laughs) It's tough because I know that it's happened where the sprinklers have come on, but for some reason the fireworks seem... It just... Yeah, I'm going to say fireworks... You will regret that because oh, it, was it was the sprinklers. The sprinklers. Oh, <laughs> it was the sprinklers. Okay. Yo, mm. who was selected fifth overall in the 2009 AFL draft by North Melbourne? Aaron Black, Cruz Garlett, or Ben Cunnington? I only know Cunnington, so... she going to go Cunnington? Yeah. You're right. Good's <laughs> 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 <was> a guess. <laughs> uh. Correct. Thanks. The only other one that I even knew was Aaron Black, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's uh, see, he went top five in 2009, just purely for... Yo has to ask the next question, mate, before you grab grab cards. Huh? You're grabbing cards there. Yo, the did you grab one? Oh, okay, sorry, I did grab one. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't look at it, though. Uh, Josh Gibson was number one. Oh, okay. Uh, 2009? 2009, yep. He went to North as well, didn't he? Originally, and then uh, obviously... They had two in the top five. Uh, Andrew Raines, Brock McLean... Brent Staker. There was four at number four. Why is that? Yeah, um, that Staker. doesn't sound like 2009. It sure is. It's 2009 not AFL draft. Brent Staker, was that the... That's not right. Oh, I see what's happened here. Uh, Brent Staker and pick 39 for Eamon Buchanan. Okay, so it was just the way they'd worded it wrongly here. Anyway, Barry Hall went at number five in 2009. 2009? Oh, this is the... This is the draft. Right. Like, what's, it says the draft here. Player traded. Oh, sorry. I stand corrected. That's just the draft, not the uh, rookie draft. But the actual draft. Barry Hall did not get drafted in 2009. When I see Barry Hall, and that would have been trades, not... Okay. Show us the draft. Then. Okay. Let's go back to rookie draft because it's just gone... Actual draft, not rookie. That's wrong. That's it there. There we go. Dustin Martin. Dustin Martin, number three. Gary Rowan, number oh, six. That was the year that you got gas. <laughs> We're so happy to have him right now. And uh, Tom yeah. Scully, number one. Mm. So, 
Uh, yeah, that was the Scully Trangrove year that worked out really well for Melbourne. Okay, I'm going to keep that up in case the draft comes up again. Hey, no cheating. Was... Didn't Aaron Black come to Geelong as well? Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that website, not that page. Cheater. No, I'm not. As you can see, you can see <laughs> I've just got aftables.com up for easy. Which everyone was stressed wasn't going to be updated this week, but it finally got updated. Ooh, why not? What was the story? It's been slow recently and people are worried that it's just going to stop one day. Oh, uh, do they know who's behind it? Is it just no an anonymous? Knows. I wish I had, I wish I got paid to be able to do that. Yeah, same. And just spend my day updating stats that all week. Is, yeah. That is my dream job, honestly. AFL stats. Oh, fucking love stats. Is that what Swamp, Sir Swamp Thing does? Uh, is that I don't think it's the same person. Job. Okay. But it's always nice to see. I love those that are like stat. Oh, they're so bits. good. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. Just good to compare things like, yeah. You ready for your question, Jason? This one's for you. I mean, this is going to be a fun round, I okay. think. Because I, I think, yeah. <laughs> All right, far away. True or False. St. Kilda Fords, Josh Bruce, and Tim Membry both started their careers at the GWS Giants. Tim Membry. <laughs> There's a running joke that between friends of mine, it's just he's actually a really accurate kick, Tim Membry. Like if you go uh-huh. through stats, one of the more accurate. Just not recently. But just like that run into goal and hitting the post is just a running joke in a friend circle. It's quite funny. I know. Uh, sorry, question. true or false, they started there. Yep, Bruce and Memory at GWS. I'm going to say true. It's false. Ah. Tim Memory started at Sydney. Oh, of course. Yep. That is your factoid <laughs> for the had day. One, he had one game, didn't play very well, then was out. And then delisted. No, traded. Okay. To St Kilda, here we go. Yep. Gemma. Far away. This is a fun one. Melbourne champion Jim Steins had a brother who also played VFL football. What was his name? I want to say Robert, but I feel like that's wrong. Would you like the options? Yes, please. Kevin, Brian, or Patrick? Oh, Brian? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That's a bit of a mean. Brian Steins. I mean, they're Irish, so they wouldn't have said it like that. No, but how would... (laughs) Brian. I didn't expect you to be doing a an Irish accent tonight, so I'm pleased with that. <laughs> there's no result. such thing as reverse racism, so it's all good. No, there's not. <laughs> My boss is Irish. We make fun of him all the time. <laughs> Hope he doesn't listen to this. Okay. G'day, boss. <laughs> all right, I'm winning, by the way, and Yo is coming second. Keep Gemma's giving... on four, Yo's on three, Jason's on two. Keep giving Jason the hard ones. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm about to get walloped. <laughs> Gemma. Yes. In the first Saturday match of the 2019 season, which two teams feature on the MCG Melbourne schedule? Melbourne and Port Adelaide. Correct. Whoa. I went to that game. Mm. Yo, true yes. or false? Yes. Patrick Dangerfield joined Geelong as a free agent after the 2015 season. Oh, jeez. You go for Geelong. You should know this. I should know this, but I don't know that. Yeah. Did he join Geelong as a free agent after the 2015 season? <sighs> I mean, like, I know he came from Adelaide, but I don't know what year. Um, I'm just going to say true. It's actually false. <sighs> he was eligible for free agency, but he insisted Geelong orchestrate a trade, so Adelaide... Oh, he asked for the trade. Oh, disadvantaged true. by his departure. Of course he did. What yeah. a gentleman. But um, I didn't know what year it was. So, um, yeah. True. Mm. 
There's a very cute video of him and his his child in the car today. What oh, a, I should check it out. I don't follow a lot of players. On he's definitely one to like follow. Give him a kid's show once he retires. Yeah, right, right. He's a character. Yo. Okay. Which player won the 2018 Brownlow medal? Um, wasn't it Dusty? Is that your final answer? Oh, shit. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Ah, oh, uh, Mitchell. Yes. Tom Mitchell. Yes, of course. Do you remember got, how many votes you got? Got my years mixed up. Um, no. 28. That's a fun fact. Okay. Um, Jason. Okay. You should know this. I hope so, because my brain faded on the last question for some stupid reason. Well, mine just faded. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's cool. The GWS Giants' first ever captains were Callan Ward, Phil Davis, and which other player? Mm-hmm. And I'll give you three options for this. Good. Luke Power, Chad Corns, or James McDonald? Uh, who unceremoniously left Melbourne. Not Chad Corns. Scrap that person. Um, so it's Luke Power and who was another name, sorry? James McDonald, the one who left Melbourne and it was awkward. I'm going to say Luke McDonald. <laughs> so merge the two oh, together. <laughs> Luke Power, sorry. <laughs> My brain is... Uh, yes, Luke you are Power. right. Uh, right. Factoid, yes. Luke Power previously played 282 games with the Brisbane Lions and he's yeah. a three-time premiership player. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, I'm still winning, by the way. Just, uh, Here we go. Speaking about Sir Swamp Thing, here's a bit of trivia that popped up on his Twitter. Uh, the team that had the most players, the, the premiership team that had, had the most players from other teams. I can tell you this one. Okay, far away. Adelaide? Yep. What with year? nine? In 1996? No, 97 and 98. Oh. 1996 was North Melbourne. Uh, and then following it was Carlton in 1995. And I want to say Port Adelaide in 2004. Oh, my both with God. Correct. I love footy. There's no points for that one. That's just a uh, gem. That's just, just me showing off. off her, her, uh, icing on the cake. Her knowledge. Yeah, on, the, on the winning cake. Uh, All right. I think I'm next. No. Nope. No, Yo's next. Yo's I'm next. next. Am I? Yep. yep. Uh, 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 uh. Actually, this is pretty even, Stephen. Okay. <laughs> nah, they're both easy. Um... Who, Jason? Sure. Who took the wooden spoon in 2017? It wasn't us, so that's a start. <laughs> you want team if you want options. I, th- I think you, it was. You can kind of guess. Who. I think it was Brisbane. Is that your answer? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's yeah. it. it was Brisbane. It yeah. is. Like, I also please an, make it your answer. I also yeah. had an itchy eye to it at the same time. So I'm trying. Their, their record was uh, 17 to 5. So, yeah. <sighs> Rough. Like Still, losses, that's a great losses. season. Winning by... five games and ending on the bottom of the ladder. It's mm. a tight, tight um, ladder. Mm. I feel like this year is probably going to be close to that as well, like yeah, with how stressful. close the season is. That's right. Sydney's going to get the number one pick, and then everyone's going to be mad when they get a good player with the number one pick. <laughs> Allegedly. Give him a go. <laughs> um, sorry, Jason. I'm going to ask this awesome question to Gemma. No, that's okay. It's um, all about tactics too. True or false, Mark Murphy wore number three for the Carlton Football Club in 2017. Is it a trick question? 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It doesn't, there's no factoid, there's no nothing. So it's true. It's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm. I was like, was that the year that he was injured and didn't play a game? But no, it's... Still got it right. Nice. <laughs> And what year will be his last? This one, by all accounts. Mm. Well, by what you had to say about the there's weekend. A, there's, a, uh, there's a sore spot there. Maybe. He was good know, the week mate. before, though. Anyway, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to... One of the good things about uh, audio as a medium is that it's much harder to take things out of context because people have to go through, find the spot, transcribe it, Whereas if you just write something down, people can copy and paste and it's done. Just screenshot it. Exactly mm. right. So mm. love doing that. Uh, I'm actually going to flip that one out. Not suitable. Ooh, okay. This is a tough one for both involved. I wouldn't get the answer for this one, so buckle up. <laughs> Along with John Nichols. Hold on. Who's this Sorry, this is for Gemma. Okay. Along with John Nichols, who was named in the back pocket position in the AFL's team of the 20th century? Stephen Silvani, Bruce Dool, or Bernie Smith? Team of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Team of the century, but so up until I think it was 96, they did or 97, they did the team of the century, so it's up until. Bruce yeah. Dool then? Incorrect. It's, it's Bernie Smith. I was never going to get that. No, it was a very tough one. He played 183 games for Geelong from 48 to 58. Yeah, look. It's a bit of a deep dive, that one. I wasn't born. <laughs> I mean, none of us were yeah, born. Yeah. <laughs> my, my dad was barely born. Yeah. My parents were still years, years of being born. Okay, this is another really tough one, yeah, and I okay. don't expect you to uh, get it on first guess. Which of these Melbourne players has been inducted into the Australian Football Hall of Fame? Okay. Tassie Johnson, Stuart Spencer, or Brett Lovett? Yeah, no idea. Love it. No, Stuart Spencer. Okay. Did you know that? No. No, it's a pretty... That would have been, what, 60s, 50s? Uh, I will tell you in one second. All right, I'll, I'll ask questions while I'm at it. <laughs> um... Yo. Yes. Which former number two draft pick was the first Indigenous player to play 200 games for Carlton? Eddie Betts, Andrew Walker, or Jeff Garlett? Oh, look, my knowledge of history isn't great. The I know that Eddie played for Carlton, but I don't know. Surely they would have had Indigenous players before he joined. Well, they had ago. Indigenous players, but... The first Indigenous player to play 200 games for Carlton. 200 games for, for Carlton. Carlton. You know the answer to this. He definitely do. does. That's why I didn't ask him. Okay. Ah, oh, look, I don't know. Eddie. 
Andrew Walker, the one that took that incredible mark. Mm. Oh, okay. Beautiful. Factoid. Yeah, I don't know anything about. Okay. He retired in 2016, having played 202 mm. games for Carlton. Eddie's, when Eddie ran out for his um, 300th match, he had one of his daughters in an Adelaide jumper. And one in, and one in a Carlton. And, and they both had the amount of games yeah. played on their back. It was very cute. What was the number? 152? Yeah, it was 150, 160 for Carlton. Yeah. Wasn't quite 200. Side note, Barry Spencer, Stuart Spencer played in the 50s for Melbourne. Cool. To go back Uh, on that. Jason. (laughs) No, well, I was right, wasn't I? Guessed. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, Which Collingwood player played his 252nd game for the team in 2017? And I'm not giving you options because this is very obvious. 252nd game. In 2017. Hmm. Is it side bottom? No. It's Scott Pendlebury. Pendlebury. I'm picturing Pendlebury as I say side bottom. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. Here we go. Gemma. In, yes. the twen- in the 2008 AFL season, yes. which player was the Sydney Swans' leading goal kicker? 2008? 2008. Do you want the options? Yeah. Barry Hall, Jared Moore, Nick Smith. <laughs> Imagine if it was Nick Smith. No, Barry Hall. Correct. Yeah. I just couldn't remember if he was still there or not. Big bad Barry Hall. Jason. Punches people in the face. <laughs> what name is given to the magazine filled with football stories and information sold at each ground before the game? Footy record. Hey. Get your footy record. I'd love that job. Factoid. If any <laughs> listeners know who runs that, let me know. <laughs> I just got Old sold, didn't it? Old mate Craig Hutchison. I'm not that now. far yeah. up the level. A person who's down a few notches that'll <laughs> like get you a job. Give me a hundred bucks to right. sell it for three hours, you know, sort of thing. You know, fourteen-year-olds have that job, yeah. Yeah. There's a great. Uh, who was it? It was the um, that or being a busker. Girls. Oh, who's it? Why? There's a podcast by Brody Lancaster and a couple Fan of girls. others. Fan girls, and they interview somebody who was a pie seller, and it was a brilliant episode. Mm. And he talks about the footy record boys and girls and mm. the pie seller boys. That and is girls. a very good podcast, by the way. Mm. Definitely, everyone who likes footy, listen to that. Mm. I'm a fan except of Brody. That, I think, I think Brody's awesome. great. Yeah. yeah, except they're three. Really three passionate of, Richmond supporters. They're all they, really they're very, yeah, Makes skewed. it hard to listen to. Take that with a grain yep. of salt. Anyway, yep. moving forward. Uh, the factoid was that the football record was sold in 1912. That was first sold in 1912 for the princely sum of one penny. Maybe we should cool. start our own footy record. Like when I went to... Competing footy record. No, I'm serious. Like when I went to... <laughs> Uh, Fenway Park to the baseball a couple of years ago and there was like three or four different ah. variations of the footy record. It wasn't called the footy record, but I picked up Their like... baseball. Album yeah, yeah. I yeah. picked up like three different ones. Like one was free, one was like $2 and one was just a tip. One was just like, you know. And so I grabbed a couple of them just because I was like, oh. You want to check them all out and see what the I was like, which one's the official one? And then I was talking to someone and she gave me an extra copy of hers because she's like, oh, they're just all... Separate, there's no like official yeah. one, and I'm right. like, oh, I could just start a you know footy record variation and uh run them off there out of, out of the out of the then old mate Craig will come after you if you, yeah, well, I'm game, I'll take him, send him with North Melbourne to Tasmania, great, yeah. good chat, sounds like a good idea. 
All right, next round. What's the score, Gemma? Uh, yo, on four. A proud four. Mm-hmm. Jason's on five, so they've swapped. And I'm on seven. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that in the tone of Jenny's voice? <laughs> All right. I'm on seven. Yo. Yes. In 2016, who took over from Gary Lyon as the co-host of The Footy Show? Was it Rove? Was it Eddie? Or was it Rebecca Madden? Eddie. So it was Rebecca Madden. Okay. They tried to, you know, make it appeal to the ladies, but mm. still had disgusting misogynists on it. Mm. Worked really well. Can you tell? So How did Rebecca take it? She's a strong lady. The factoid says, although a somewhat controversial choice is the first female co-host in the history, Madden won over audience with a confidence, knowledge and humour. Uh-huh. She's a Geelong supporter, mate. Oh, she, wasn't she the Geelong number one ticket holder that year? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I she was. say that, but it'd be a good, good case to have as you know, one holder on that show. I'd love to be the Swans number one ticket holder. Well, speaking about uh, tattoos of your team, <laughs> what does the North Melbourne motto... Victoria Amat Karam translate to in English. I don't know. Is We're it a bunch of idiots? Winning is everything. To the victor goes the spoils, or victory demands dedication. The last one. Victory demands dedication. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, of course it is. There nice you one. go. They're the worst. I don't like North Melbourne. You don't either, right now. Well, look, they've made better than us on the weekend, and that's all I can say about that. Okay, I'm asking this one of you because I know it'll know Jason because I'm a terrible person. At the conclusion of the 2018 season, which of these three clubs had won the most VFL-AFL premierships? Melbourne, Collingwood or Carlton? Melbourne? No. No. Melbourne haven't won one since 1964. Yeah, well, that was my guess, so I was Um, wrong. So it's Carlton. And I I love that the factoid is... Carlton had won 16 flags by the end of the 2018 season. I mean, you could say Carlton had won 16 flags by the end of the 1995 season. season. (laughs) (laughs) And that is definitely a a card that would pull out to Essendon supporters when they start saying that they've won 16 as well. They won theirs more recently. They won theirs more recently. But also, it's a bit unfair that they exclude WA and South Australian leagues in that. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other topic that uh, my lovely girlfriend loves to engage. It's true. She's right. Um, Okay, Jason. In Adelaide's finals run in 2008. Oh, Adelaide. When did they lose? Grand final, elimination final, or semi-final? Okay, 2008. I'm trying to think who was in the grand final. I don't think it was Adelaide. I'm... Going to say elimination. You are correct. Great. Nice work, Jace. I'm glad. I, as much as Adelaide's, much like your feelings towards North Melbourne, is my feelings towards Adelaide. It's such a weird club it's, to hate. You should get Ange in here, my friend, Ange Schilling. She's a big Adelaide supporter. Ooh. Great. Hook me up. She's also a footy head. So Maybe we'll get, up. when we do this talk about the showdown. We'll get yes. both of them in. Oh, oh do it. Yeah. Oh, the showdown's a very yes, interesting topic for us three who are, well, you're a Sydney supporter, but I'll, there's a history back to South Melbourne. As three Victorian-esque history clubs uh, to learn a lot about the, 
the showdown, Adelaide, Port Adelaide coming into the competition, yes. AFL. It's very fascinating history. Anyway. With their laser light show. Oh, <laughs> I'll show you that later. Yeah, it's okay. an amazing light show that Port Adelaide did. And, Learn. Uh, it's a bit like the, you know, like up the stadium has like oh, yeah. disco lights now. Like and then it, it like it takes ages. When yeah. all, everyone's just standing there waiting for the ball to be bounced, but they can't because the lights <laughs> yeah. are still going. All right. Gee, this is spinning around quick, isn't it? Okay. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Um, Jason. All right. True or false? The medal awarded for the best player in home and away matches between West Coast and Fremantle is called the Glenn Jakovic medal. True or false? My only thought on that is, is they've changed... Frio were trying to change it to include a Frio player. And I don't know if they have, and I don't know if this takes into consideration if they have. But no, that's false. It's not the Glenn Jakovic medal. Correct. It's called... The Ross Glendinning medal, mm. which I think Gemma was about to <laughs> jump in on. They Did have I pronounce that it. name right? Yeah, Ross Glendinning, because yeah. he famously, I uh, don't know what year it was, but he famously, because he awards it, uh-huh. um, but he doesn't vote on it. Okay. He famously changed who it was when he awarded it because it wasn't the person he thought it should be. <sighs> so he got up there and even though all the votes had gone to this other player, he went up and said, no, nope, and awarded someone different. And mm. everyone was like, the hell, man? Called it his name. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Okay. Yeah. The Glendinning Allen Medal. Yeah. So it's changed recently. Lockie Neal was the first. Or the f- When they first changed it, they did joint winners in the first game. So it was Shannon Hearn and, and Lockie Neal yep. won it. And then since then, um, it's just the joint name, but one winner. Uh, Yo won it 18 and Shannon Hearn won it this year. Yep. I but- like Yo because of his name. Elliot Yo. I think yeah. of you every time that I see yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah. Like, I think he's a brilliant player. Yeah, he's like yeah. the least Asian dude ever as well. <laughs> when it's we were, a British name, I think. When yeah. we were up in, in uh, Northern Territory, we went up there, um, my folks live up there. We were kicking the footy with some local kids at the footy ground and one of them asked what our names were and they would have been like 10 or something, wouldn't oh, they? Oh, they were young. Super they were, young. They were like, yeah. And he's like, oh, my name's Yo. And he's like, oh, I like the player who plays for West Coast. And I'm like... Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you, yeah. yeah, smart kids, smart kid. <laughs> um, well done, Jason, getting that one right. Thanks. I did give you the point, um, Gemma. Yep. The official colours of the GWS Giants are orange, white, and which colour? Charcoal. Nailed it. Nailed it. The only they're the only Australian sports team with charcoal as an official colour. It's good. I like their yeah. uniform. Yeah, it's nice. Gold Coast, though, leaves a lot to be desired. I think, like Fremantle, in a few years, they'll kind of, like, distill it a little bit more and they'll get, like, a better version. beautiful now. Yep. 100% agree. I think GWS will kind of, like, keep the same colour schemes, but just, like, the big G, I'm like, it's still a little clunky, kind of. Well, it's like Port as well. Their their chevrons are beautiful now Mm. as well. Should be the prison bars. So ugly. With the weird, like, cut off, uh, yeah, prison bars. lightning bolt is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah the original. The, yeah, bad. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, uh, all right. Where are we up to? My turn. Yep. All right. Trivia. Let's go. Fucking love trivia. Gemma. 
Yes. Which team was Richard Garvey club chairman of in 2016 and 17? Garvey. Victorian club. Oh, um, can I have options? I can. I'll give you another clue before the options. Okay. Uh, was replaced by a female. Oh, and... Richmond. No, Hawthorne. Oh, because then they sacked her. She was only in for about a year and then now Jeff Kennett's back again. Fuck Hawthorne. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right, yo. Yeah. What year did Ben Cousins win the Rising Star? Oh, jeez. 2015, 2010 or 1996? 2010. Hold on, that doesn't sound right. What year did Ben Cousins win the Rising Star Award? 2010, 15 or 1996? Because didn't Adam Goods win it in 1996? Well, are you helping me out? Is that what you're doing right now? Well, all I, what I'm saying is all of those options are wrong. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, let's take it to the uh, Brains Trust, aka. Well, whatever it was, my guess was. It wasn't 2010. Yeah, yeah. 1996 was Ben Cousins. When did Adam Goods win it? 97. Let's have a look. 99. He won in 99. That's embarrassing. Oh, Sorry, Gemma yo. should almost be doctor point by that one. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Sorry, yo. No. 1997, uh, Michael Wilson from Port Adelaide won it. No one knows who that is. Uh, and 1998, who, who would we be saying? So that's how long ago he played his, his Byron first Pickett. year. Yeah. Byron Pick and then Adam Goods won in 99. Adam Goods in 99. Correct. All right, Gemma. 96, 99, Swans, you know, had issues with finals. 99, North Melbourne won it. 96, North Melbourne won it. Bad years for everyone. Carlton went out both of those, unfortunately. Well, 99, you had a nice prelim at least. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, another so. another disappointing. <laughs> Why did I get this card? Yo, who did the Western Bulldogs defeat in the 2016 grand final? I don't know. I actually, that was that's how I needed a football I am. <laughs> Uh, Do you want to take a guess? Is it something that makes you really sad? Yeah. <laughs> is it Sydney? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for the clue. <laughs> Cheers. I didn't want to stand here and point, like, point at the, <laughs> the wall behind me with a lot of Sydney paraphernalia on it. Um, Jason, the AFL's medal for the best and fairest is named after Charles Brownlow. For which club was he affiliated? That's weirdly worded. Mm. Oh, I think it was Melbourne. Do you want three options? Yeah. Melbourne, Collingwood, or Geelong? I want to stick with Melbourne. You would be incorrect. It's Geelong. Oh. Brownlow was a Geelong player as, player as well as one of their administrators. There you go. Don't That's talk about fact. that in too often. I don't really mention too no. much of his... That's true. His backstory. Yeah, I guess people aren't interested, maybe. You love history, though. I do love history. <laughs> That's part of why I like this is because, like, okay, I'll remember that next time someone will be like, oh, Brownlow, and I'll be like, well, Geelong in. <laughs> That's my whole life is just, like, remembering weird facts and then telling people at weird times <laughs> so they're impressed by it. It impresses me, for sure. I, I love it. I, that makes me happy. Yeah, yeah it's really good. I'm learning all the time. And you'll so learn and You'll be able to bust them out and look, 
more impressive. Did you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I used to have a book from the Reader's Digest called Did You Know? Question mark. Like that was the title. Really? And it was just random facts with paragraphs explaining it all the way through. That's the best. Yeah. That's the kind of things that you grow up with as a... And then you get Twitter and... Oh, right. And then this becomes your Then you don't read those life. books anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Jason. You. How many goals did Coleman medal winner Jack Rewalt kick in 2012? I'll, oh. give, I'll give you options. Okay. I remember the day that he kicked the last ones. 2012, right? 89, 65 or 90? I feel like it's 89. It's 65. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Sorry, mate. <laughs> Rewalt. Rewalt. Gemma? Yes? In 2008, which player kicked 113 goals? Buddy Franklin. 13! 13! <laughs> Correct. I was actually watching the clip today of... Uh... When Houston Rockets scored thirteen points in like ten seconds, and someone's done. A clip oh yes, where I have seen BT's that. It's Anthony Hudson. Sorry, Anthony Hudson. They put his voice over that clip, and it's very funny. Very well. I done. want to see that later. I'll, uh, I'll yep. show you. It's very good. There's a whole clip of BT and Bruce, and just they've put it over the top of NBA right clips. And yeah. it's very, very good. Didn't you? Sh- you showed me the one of him just saying "yo" over and over again, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh, I don't know, but oh, it sounds like, like something I would it's do. It's BT's just like "yo." <laughs> you know how he how he messes up like, like oh, yeah. so good. You just need that as your message. <laughs> okay, I'm up. Yeah, you're up, <laughs> Jace. <laughs> All right. Gemma. Yes. Oh, this is this is easy either way. So, which of these is not a regular themed round in the AFL season? Okay. Indigenous round, rivalry round, or Anzac round? I'll say rivalry round, but they've they kind of make it a thing anyway. Incorrect. It's, it's Anzac, Anzac round, round, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, Collingwood and Essendon have played on Anzac Day since 95. There's no official Anzac round. But they've been calling it that this year. Have you noticed? They called it Anzac round this year. They pushed it. The other thing which I learnt recently is that there have been plenty of Anzac Day games before Before 1995. But it's a bit of whitewashing going on of those. Like the VFL thing, yeah. Even before, even pre VFL. No, but what I mean is like it's like how we only consider VFL records. We don't consider SANFL records mm. or WAFL records. But even yeah, even pre post VFL during AFL, there were yeah. still games. But for whatever reason, they've treated the Collingwood Essendon clash as the defining yeah. game of the day. Which you know, I don't know how. I feel. You know, Essendon had three marquee matches in a row this this weekend. The past three weeks. Mm. What were they? Anzac Day, what was the, what uh, the other two? Easter Thursday, okay. or Easter Friday they had. And, uh, Good Friday, Friday, yeah. Good Friday, Easter Friday. And what was the one the week before that? Uh, oh, no, they had the country the round. Country, the power country 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 yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yo. Yes. Which player won the 2018 AFL Mark of the Year? 
Oh, God. Was it Eddie Betts, Jeremy Howe, or Isaac Heaney? I'm going to... Wasn't it Heaney? It was Heaney. Yeah. That's why I was making that noise. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I remember... That was a sick mark. It was huge. He got so much airtime. Over Jesse Hogan when we were out of players in defense. Right. My other team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was right in front of me. It was at a key moment of the game. Right in front of me. It was when uh, Alex Johnson had done his knee and off. And Nick Smith had been injured and was off, so we were down two defenders. So Nick Newman had to go back there. And he played the greatest game anyone's ever seen, plugging all the holes everywhere. Amazing. So good. (sighs) Anyway, I'll ask you guys questions. You want to punch him? Yes. I just saying he's got a punchable face doesn't necessarily mean I want to punch him. Such a... I also think that Charlie Kerno's Jezelenko mark should have rated higher. Oh, he that took was, two was, in that, that game. That was a great one. And the yeah, he did take two. I remember that. Yeah. Game. Yep. Oh. The fact that it's just so similar to that Jezelenko mark in the same I love the comparisons afterwards. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That was so good. Um, yo. Yes. How many point, by how many points... Did Richmond beat Adelaide in the 2017 Grand Final? Oh. 42, 48, or 51? I mean, I watched that game, but I don't remember. I was just going to say 42. 48. Ah, Close. Oh, well. Jason? Yeah. This what? one's an easy one. Okay. I'm ready. What year was the Melbourne Football Club founded? 1966, 1958. Or 1858. 1858. Yeah, it's really yeah, easy. Was a bit of an I shouldn't easy have one. given you the options. Mm. I probably, I definitely would have said the 1800s, but yeah. I couldn't have given you a specific. They, I could have given you a decade, but not a. They say they're the oldest club, but is Geelong the oldest club? I feel like Geelong might be. I know they're the two oldest clubs. Yeah. But I let me have a look. I know that Cats are 90, 1859. So 1856, I think you said Melbourne was. 1858. So one year different. One year, yeah, one year difference. Oh, these are these are a bit nothing questions. Bit nothing questions. Here we, here we go. Let's okay. do it anyway. Jason. Yo. Who did Gold Coast defeat in round one in the 2016 AFL season? Was it Gold Coast, Essendon, Geelong, or Greater Western Sydney? Think of what year it was. 2016. Round one. Essendon, Geelong, or GWS. Hmm. Think of what year it was. 2016. I'm drawing a blank on that one. What were all the teams going through? Think of what year it was. I'm going to say Geelong. Think of what year it was. 2016. What happened to one of the clubs in 2016? Yeah, I I know this one too. Read the the options again. (laughs) Okay. Essendon, Geelong, Greater Western Sydney. It wasn't Essendon. Wasn't that... Was it Essendon? Is this what we're here? Yeah. Yes, they had no players. Yeah. Was that 2016? Yeah. That was when all that stuff 2016. Yeah. Right. And then they beat Melbourne the week after, and it was humiliating for Melbourne because Melbourne should have beaten them, but they just switched it all day at the MCG, and it was ridiculous. Why was I thinking it was earlier than that? Because... Well, it started in 2012. 2013 was when they got the points deducted. Mm -hmm. Yep. 2014, more investigation. 2015 was when they didn't oh, play any of their senior players in preseason in case it elongated the the yeah. um, ban. Okay, and then the so, ban was. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Do we give him a point for that, even though we gave it to him? Oh, it's a friendly match. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not playing for sheep stations no, here. Nah. I take this shit seriously. I do as well, and I'm just a bit bummed that I. I reckon you'll get this one, Gemma. Who won more games than Gold Coast in 2014? 
Melbourne, Collingwood, or Carlton? 2014. Mm. Then Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Carlton, Collingwood. W- which one? Which one's your answer? <laughs> <laughs> Gemma's hedging Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. I, I wanted to say all three, but I know Melbourne didn't. That was mm. that was GW, uh, Gold Coast. Good year. Good year. Good year. Good year until bad things happened. Mm. They're good at that. They're good at starting and then... They almost made finals that year. Gemma, what relation to Richmond's Daniel Rioli to Cyril They're cousins. Incorrect. It's his nephew. nephew. Oh, it's his nephew, yeah. yes. Ah, Very close. He's cousins with uh, Danielle Ponta. Ponta from the AFLW. Who is far more important, can we just say. <laughs> Amazing. Yo, hmm. which Tasmanian city hosts North Melbourne AFL games? Launceston, Hobart, or Queenstown? I'm going to say Launceston. Queenstown. Say Queenstown. Queenstown, New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what was your final answer? Lonnie. Uh, Hobart. Oh, it's Hobart. Okay. Hawthorne is Lonnie. Oh, yeah, it is too. Yeah. Uh... They're both bad teams though. Oh, yo, you have to get this. Oh, I might not, <laughs> considering. You have to get this. And if people haven't told you about this, then Jason has done you a disservice. Okay, okay. <laughs> and Jason's like, oh, then I've done a disservice. <laughs> or you haven't listened to enough How Good's Footy. I haven't listened to any. Okay. I'll ch- yeah, it'll change, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Who performed a medley of his best-known songs prior to the 2011 AFL Grand Final? I have no idea. The Bee Gees? Keith Urban or Meatloaf? Um, was it awful? Yes. Was it Meatloaf? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word, is it? <laughs> Thanks for the clue again. Yeah. It's delightful. I've seen footage. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, Jason, how mm. many goals did Coleman medal winner Josh Kennedy kick in 2016? 80, 65, or 102? I think it's 65. 80. Oh, I've got them back to front with the rewalk question yep. from... <laughs> ah. Ah. Earlier, yeah, yeah. Because I just know the last few years it hasn't been particularly that back end of the 90s. You know what I mean? It's been... It's been it hasn't been huge numbers the last few years. Uh, Jason, which player was the fastest to amass 250 clearances... A feat he managed in his 38th game. Was it Patrick Cripps, Matthew Prittis, or Joe Watson? I want to say Patrick Cripps. Correct. Yeah. Mm. In 2015, Cripps was also the youngest Carlton Best and Ferris winner since John Nichols, after whom the Blues Award is now. That's a, uh, a very impressive. Couldn't do it for you on the weekend, though. Oh, rough. He's a gun. <laughs> I love watching him play. Kicked the goal from a whack angle, though, on the weekend. That was cool. So uh, Tom Papley. <laughs> Gemma? Yes? What is the Melbourne Harold Ball Memorial Trophy awarded for? Best and Ferris, leading goal kicker, best first-year player. Best first-year player. Correct. Because yeah. their best and fairest is the Keith Bluey Truscott medal. Oh, that's a cool name too. Where's Truscott Oval? I don't know. Because um, I know I see that often. And that's a nice one to finish off the... The session? Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break now. This has been some fun trivia. Uh, we'll be back very soon with heaps more questions. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.